I took two road trips in 2021, but spent the vast majority of the year at home, with just a few excursions here and there in and around Duluth. On January 5th, I heard a great horned owl calling somewhere near my yard, so when I heard a murder of crows screaming the next day, I was sure that I'd find it roosting. But no, the crows were yelling at a barred owl, only the second I've ever seen on Peabody Street and one of my best sightings of the year. On January 17th, Steve Colby discovered an extraordinary ancient murlet, which belongs on the ocean, on Stony Point, and word got out fast. Russ came along when I saw that one. I heard and then saw a piping plover on Park Point on May 15th, but my only glimpse was when it was flying away. The Great Lakes piping plover population has been surging, but dog walkers here feel so entitled to let their dogs run on public beaches, even where there are clear and obvious signs stating that dogs are prohibited, that I doubt if these splendid birds will ever return to Duluth long enough to try to nest, much less successfully rear chicks. The day after I saw that piping plover, a red-headed woodpecker turned up in my yard and next door. It did not approve of paparazzi, so my photos were marginal, but the one I saw at the Western Waterfront Trail on May 29th was a little more cooperative. I set out my sound recorder several mornings this spring to capture the dawn chorus. On May 18th, when I was going to the back of my yard to bring the recorder in, I heard the first wood thrush I've ever heard in my yard. So I set my recorder closer to where he was and got a nice three-minute recording. Tragically, I barely got a single glimpse of him, so couldn't photograph him. That night, though, when I was looking at the day's trail cam photos of my bird path, there was photographic proof. In August, I lucked into seeing a wood thrush in my daughter's yard, too, but again, no photos. Dick thistles are an odd species that ranges south of here. Most years, they're quite common in Iowa. But every now and then, a huge number of them turn up outside their normal range. And this year, we had an influx all over northern Wisconsin and Minnesota. I got a nice recording at the Roy Johnson Wetland in Wisconsin and plenty of photos there and at the Saxon Bog. My main goal when I went to the bog on June 10th was to see a Connecticut warbler that was hanging out near the road in an easy-to-get-to spot. The bird was amazingly cooperative, but the batteries were dead in my sound recorder. Fortunately, the bird was close enough that I got decent recordings with my cell phone. This summer, about a dozen chuckers turned up a half mile or so from my house. This small game bird, the national bird of Pakistan and Iraq, was introduced here and there in the United States by various hunting groups. It's only established in the West, but is often raised on game farms. This flock obviously escaped from somewhere. I saw and photographed one, the first I'd ever seen in the flesh anywhere, on July 13th. It doesn't count on my life list, but was still a thrill. 
This fall's blue jay migration over Duluth was astonishing. A total of 59,601 were tallied at Hawk Ridge. My backyard just below the ridge was popping with them all season. I love blue jays anyway, so you can imagine how thrilled I was to get a photo with 24 of them crowded into my three-by-one-foot platform feeder. Most years, many of these sightings would have been my bird of the year, but encounters with four species, three of them fairly common, so transcended anything I've ever experienced that I'll end the splendid year giving each one the special recognition it deserves with its very own program. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.